to support this podcast, go to positivesarcasm.com slash donate. Any amount is appreciated. Once again, positivesarcasm.com slash donate. Thank you and enjoy the program. This episode of the podcast is brought to you by PB and Joey. Simple, honest, and delicious. Go to pbandjoey.com for more holiday info. Once again, $35 or more is free shipping. Go to pbandjoey.com for more information. Makes a great holiday gift. pbandjoey.com. Hey, everyone. Here's a great way to support this website and make money for yourself. This is Robinhood, the app that makes investing easier and offers more ways to make your money work harder. Their goal Investing in financial markets more affordable, more intuitive, and more fun, no matter how much experience you have or don't have. Keep a broker in your back pocket. Everything you need to manage your assets and all available in a single app. Set up customized news and notifications to stay on top of your assets as casually or as relentlessly as you like. Controlling the flow of info is up to you. Have access to stocks, funds, options, cash management, and cryptocurrency. Make unlimited commission-free trades in stocks, funds, and options with Robinhood Financial. The same goes for buying and selling cryptocurrencies with Robinhood Crypto and zero commission fees. Also introducing cash management. Invest, spend, and earn 2.05 APY all through your brokerage account. Secure secure a spot on the waitlist and reserve your card. Here's what I want you to do. Go to positivesarcasm.com slash donate and when you click on the referral banner, and securely sign up either using your Android, Apple device, or desktop, you get a share of stock value between $3 and $150 after funding your account. That's all you got to do. You get a free stock. I get a free stock. We all win. Trading terms and conditions still apply. See Robinhood.com for more information. Once again, go to positivesarcasm.com slash donate, click on the Robinhood referral banner, and claim your free stock. Robinhood, it's time to do money. Jay here, PositiveSarcasm.com, streaming live from your sister's ass. Uh, got Johnny Monotone in studio with his WMUR shirt. Who are you kissing ass to today? Um, I'm sure we'll find out sooner or later. Yeah. Um, I got so, dude, fucking, it, sometimes it's really hard, like, writing down notes. I know, sorry guys, I know sometimes, like, I'm really jump. I don't talk a lot during the weekday. When you call me, I go off on a tangent, but for most days, I'm, like, straight radio silence. Like, I don't talk. So to like ramp up on this, it requires definitely a lot of coffee and somebody to piss me off on the you highway. You got more notes than a first year grad student in mid. That's the other page. Okay. Well, this is just this page right here is the first part, and this is the second part. But this second part right here is all about one Q and A. It's all about one question. Wow. Yeah, it's you're gonna love it, you, and you're gonna and you, for that one, you may just want to memorex it. Basically, which memorexing it, uh, the commercial where the guy puts the sunglasses on. Rolls back in the seat and gets oh, yeah. his hair blown away. You may just want to, s- you may just want to sit back for that one because I'm about to blow the doors off this um, sex doll story. But I'm streaming live from the Spare Part Studios. I want to talk. I want to jump on that. It's a little clever thingy I made up. Uh, you can find me on Instagram at positive underscore sarcasm. You can find me on Facebook.com streaming live at pos sarcasm. Johnny Monotone is in the studio. I haven't seen him for a while. Could see his ugly face. I'm really appreciates he's here, and. You said, wait, did you stop? So you stopped drinking. Why did you stop drinking? Or why did you delay? You said you got a, an app, right? Just you, It's a test. See if you can do well, it. Well, it's a, it's a, no, not so much this. It's no, not November, something like that. <laughs> no, it, no, no, no fat February. <laughs> yeah, I was starting. Sh- I started the month by shaving and I was like, I'll oh. just shave this. That month. shave shit's I'll bullshit. Go, I'll go against the grain. Here. Unless, uh, unless you're a freaking hockey player. Yeah. Fucking take a razor to your face. Yeah. Why? why I only why do it on go? the weekends. 
Yeah. Dude, okay. So, you know how you can use, like, there's all kinds of new shaving creams out and stuff? Like, there's, re- there's some really good stuff out there. There's, like, Dr. Carver's Easy Shave Butter. There's, like, Dr. Bonner's uh, Peppermint, which is amazing. Dr. Bonner, yeah. Yeah. Stuff. Um, there's Cremo. Cremo's from, like, from like I think before you were born, for Christ's sakes. And then there, but I ran out. So, I'm like, well, I mean, I do have the other stuff I use for other body hair, but it smells like, like that sulfury shit. Oh, it's yeah. pretty rough. I'm like, eh, it, but it's designed for body hair, you not for face. Aloe, I mean, aloe even works. You, dude, you can use fucking Burton Ernie sh- uh, baby shampoo. <laughs> I tried that. I was in Palm Beach, and I was like, shit, I don't have any shaving cream. So I'm like, I'm going through the cabinets of the Airbnb, and there's some Elmo, some Tickle Me Elmo like baby shampoo bottle. I'm like, well, give this a shot. Best shave ever because it's designed for a baby. <laughs> So if it's designed for baby, it's perfect for a so little shit like me. Smooth as a baby. I was smooth as a baby's ass, uh, right on my face. But since I didn't have any uh, tickle me Elmos in my cabinets, which I usually do, I was like, well, what do I have for shaving creams or shaving whatever? So wait, I'll, wait, wait, you usually have tickle me Elmos. Well, I'm not joking, but oh, okay. no, I have Dr. Bonner's. It comes in a blue. It's really oh, yeah, good. Yeah, yeah, that's what I have for. Uh... But all I had was Nair. Dude, that like fucking. You know that scene from Hellraiser 3 where the chick's skin gets pulled off her face, exposing her muscles? Right. That's what my face felt like Ooh. for like a fucking two days. So what I did was I now I shave every other day. So Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, I'll shave. And then I let it grow back so that I don't irri- irritate my skin. And, I let my skin gr- and then I let my hair, <laughs> with the nair, I let my skin grow back on the weekends. <laughs> so by Sunday, I could just fucking cut it off again. Um, but yeah, that's all I had. And dude, that shit stinks. It smells oh. terrible. You have to like scrub your... First of all, you put that on your face. Now your face smells terrible. And then you got to scrub it off. And it, your face is already irritated. So that... Now your face is even super irritated. Like so deep, you're like fucking... Decontamination it's like, from Silkwood. What's uh, not rosacea? Wire brushes and shit. Well, not rosacea. What's the other thing? Oh, it looks like I had... It looks like I had a Santa Claus psoriasis. Psoriasis. <laughs> <laughs> ho, ho, ho. Ailments. So I had, but I finally decided like I'm gonna ginger go. Ginger at the fire station. Oh my god, dude. Yeah, dude. I look like <laughs> fucking Andrew Santino. So I finally went and got Dr. Bronner's. It's like peppermint. It's super nice. Yeah. So I'm. Um, you know, needless to say, it's it was probably the smartest seven dollars I've uh, purchased I've made in a while. I mean, I did cut. I mean, I did cut back a little. You can move that if you want. It's fine. No, I was just seeing. You know, what? If there's like pubic hairs on it or something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So there, if there's no pubic hairs on me, there's going to be no pubic hairs on that microphone, well, bro. <laughs> I mean, that is a casting couch right over there. Okay. But I did, I mean, I did wash it and vacuum it, so your jacket's safe. And you were wondering why I quit drinking. <laughs> why did, wait, you just wanted to see well, where you'd find like a sober October type of thing? November. Well, no, I, I, it's just one of those things where it was, I wasn't being productive. I, was, I wasn't doing, you know. I wasn't getting into the groove of finishing writing my book and other things. You just and felt like a piece of shit because yeah. you were, instead of being out and active, you were resorting to a, a beer or a glass of chill out. Right. You know what? I, I, I hear you on that because a lot of people, it's like, okay, it's one glass of this. It's no big deal. Okay, it's Sunday or it's just it's a cigarette or whatever. And then next thing you know, you follow down that path. So if you catch yourself every now and then, right. plus if you do get that... you. One day you just look in the mirror and you're like, man, I'm f- I f- I look old. I look so yeah, old. Yeah. It fucking sucks. So, you know what? Hey, there's no it's not no well, shame. It's like if you stand on the It's scale, totally like fine. You look around and see if your dog was stepping on it with you, you know. It's totally fine. <laughs> you know if what you I'm do, saying? if you want to take like Bill Burr, 
world class comedian. Yeah. He took the whole year off from drinking. Yep. So he, I mean, and it does. It changes your life. I mean, oh, yeah. it's. I I don't drink that much. I have a bottle of wine. I finished off one that I've had in there for like six months that I bought it from my, I bought from the Tuscan kitchen a hundred thousand years ago. Right. I got one bottle of red. That was when it was warm outside. It was much warmer outside. Yeah. I have one bottle of uh, lemon vodka, and I have one bottle of uh, some lemon limoncello to complement it. I ha- I drank one night, like I drank, drank one night, just here watching a little Letter Kenny or whatever. Yeah. Great, great show, by the way. And I woke up the next morning. I, dude, I felt like shit. Right. I felt like such a piece of shit. It's like when you eat McDonald's. It's like, oh. I, I haven't had McDonald's in forever. Yeah. Forever. Like but then again, I can't justify spending five to seven dollars on that when I could go buy meats at the store or kale or something. Oh, yeah. I just can't justify it. Like, no. I justified buying, um, you know, a new clip for one of my GoPros because I had a clip that broke when I was shooting video on Friday night. Yep. Fucking pissed me off. I was right in the middle of shooting, too. Um, But that's it. But then I went to Best Buy to go see if I could buy a clip there. It was $50. Gosh. I'm like, I go online. I'm like, okay, four ninety nine. Perfect. <laughs> so, but I have to admit, since we're on the topic of you know booze bags, the I did I was sitting here chilling, just kind of thinking. I my my brain, as you can tell, video wise, I've been kind of like in a funk lately. I just I can't get the creativity out of my head. I sat down. I had one drink. Started going through my notes. One little drink. It was just a. A tiny little lemon, uh, little, little lemon Smirnoff vodka, a little bit of lemon chow on it, just a little boom. I'm looking through my notes, and I see this commercial that I talked about with Laura, like hundred thousand years ago. And I wrote the, 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 the narration for it down. Never got around to really actually taking the vi- making the video portion for it. And then the next thing I know, I had that drink. I'm looking at the notes, and I have that that, you know, musician's vi- vision. I get up. I mean, the perfect thing to do, obviously, is once you have a drink, immediately get in a V8 Mustang and go cruising down the most public street in Manchester. Right. <laughs> but it's exactly what I did. I jumped in my car. I popped two GoPros on it for certain angles. And I cruised down the road. I, and I added, and I had one camera inside, one in the front, one in the back, and then made that 60-second ad with that narration that I wrote down almost a year ago, probably over wow. a year ago. It was in this notebook. This older notebook, which is filled to the gills with all kinds of shit, Project Disconnect is on this. Um, so I decided, I took it, I, I, I had it done. I had it recorded in an hour. I had it editing-wise, halfway done before I went to bed, and then had it done before 7 o'clock in the morning and posted it at 8. Just like It just was there, and it was simple, and it worked. Right. And it was a concept that I can do with anybody because, like, the idea is, okay, it's, it's it's me and a Mustang talking about my fucking ad or whatever. But then immediately, immediately Joey Klamka, crazy Joey Klamka, the kid who did the country uh, music album, he messages me. He says, this is dope as shit. I'm like, well, he's got a freaking, he's got a Dodge Challenger SRT with X-pipes on it. I'm like, imagine if I did that, like, a 60-second ad or a six-second commercial thingy or Instagram thingy with him, with his car, about his personality. Because we know he loves his cat, he loves his car, he loves his cowboy single lifestyle, and the kid is definitely eccentric for sure. And I did something like that for Josh Gowitzki, who has this Nissan 350Z that he drifts all the time. So I would love to do that for other people. And then since I bought the second car, I'm working on a project for that that has a cyberpunk type of theme to it. When I say by cyberpunk, you know 
Judge Dredd, dystopian, Blade Runner, oh, that yeah, yeah. type of dark, rainy, no gloss on the hood type of thing. Right. I'm working on that. And there's and when you go on YouTube, there's a lot of guys who have these cr- slam to the ground cars, and they do these two three minute videos on there about just their just these cars and showing them off in a very stylistic way. But here's the thing: as a person who loves cinematography, as you and I agree, I see the videos. What do I'm not seeing? I don't like the music. I I don't see any transitions, and it's the same shit every time. I don't see the cars doing anything dramatic. I don't see enough slow-mo. It's usually them cruising around on really nice streets. If the That's right. If it, recon- it reconnected. Uh, but I don't see them doing anything dramatic. Usually they drive. They it's go to the gas. boring and saying, oh, it's not enough. It's like literally they're there's, a left turn, they're there's like two turn. of them. Get, they're going to the gas station to get gas. Right, and right. that's part of the video. Yeah. It's like, can we do more? Right. And I put some personality. Into yeah. It. And you know, I'm a fucking I'd suck Jordan Peterson's dick all day long where he talks about <laughs> before. Uh, don't go set your house in order before you go criticizing other people before you go out into the world. Well, I feel like I've done enough to if somebody if somebody says I'm open to critiques, I am able to give some pointers on some things. Like, for example, there was a guy who dropped a drone video yesterday and he's a guy who. Um, he has a theme. Like he goes around New Hampshire and he shoots certain areas. Like this is this place, and here the leaves are changing. It's like okay, fine. N- you're getting recognition for a specific thing, a specific niche. Whereas my, I'm scatterbrained and I'm all over the fucking place. He's doing a certain thing. He has a a specific theme. Good for him. He can follow through with that. But he he wanted some some critique. Well, I looked at the video and I said, okay, you're probably shooting at too high a frame rates. For example. If you're shooting a movie, okay, if you're watching a movie, right. like, for example, if you're watching Wolf of Wall Street, a movie you know pretty well, yeah. um, what are you watching it in? You're watching that movie at 24 frames per second. Cinematic, that's what the eye sees. Yeah. When you're watching TV, uh, a soap opera, Days of Our Lives, 30 frames per second. Now, when you watch those movies, do you notice how the movie shifts and moves differently? Like you know how how yeah, daytime yeah. TV kind of sh- it's it's a, it's smoother, right? Whereas when you watch a movie, the scenes are more impacting, they're yep. more dramatic, they hit harder. Like because there's frames missing. If you add those extra frames in there, it can take away from the dramatic effect that is what you're whatever is you're watching. A pro- a mistake I made for Remember one. That show they did that with it was it was totally N- NYPD Blue, I think. Maybe well, where, maybe where they shifted the camera like suddenly like you know if well here's the thing if you shift the camera suddenly but you do it with 30 frames or 60 frames you're gonna see those frames in between but if you if you post produce it at 24 frames per second you won't see as many frames oh so it cuts out those frames so it makes the shift more dramatic right now if you do that like with drift racing that it's a very dramatic thing then you want less frames. You can shoot it at 60 frames per second, 30 frames, 120 frames, 240 frames, but you have to post-produce it at 24 frames per second. This is nerd talk, but real talk, because this was a mistake I made for 100 weeks. Every single video I shot after, what, week 10, when I got when I first started shooting with the Sony, yep. I was post-producing at the most rates, like, most frame rates I could get. That made the videos, actually, in my opinion, it makes the videos worse. 
you can actually see a legitimate difference when you watch them. If you watch it 60 frames per second and then you watch it at 24, you go, oh, okay, that scene looks rather different. That scene looks yeah. rather different. Right. Um, so I mentioned to him that, okay, two, two things. One, the music. Less orchestra, more piano. If you're doing like fall and you know, you're, you're doing scenery, beautiful scenery over the hills and over the leaves, you want you don't want the music to take away from the video from the scenery because the scenery play has its own music. Right. The scenery plays its own emotions. You don't need the the music to drown it out. Um, so I mentioned to him just ch- the music thing and then drop it down to twenty four frames per second. So it does make a huge difference. Now with news, it doesn't matter. I don't give a fuck. But as far as like that shit, I don't know. I don't know where we where I was going with this, but that was one thing I mentioned to him. As far as cinematography, that quality there, yep. um, because you're not gonna, you don't need. I don't. It, it may be debated that the, that the eye can see more than 24 frames per second. It doesn't need to. Right. It actually, it, it was a, an issue with Tom Cruise when the new his new Mission Impossible movie came out, that he wanted everyone when they watch it on TV to turn off smooth scrolling on their TVs so that they could enjoy it as it was designed to be. So. That's just the thought I had. Hmm. Well, plus TV, uh, video, uh, yeah, movie goes longer. So is it eye strain over a period of time? If you, I don't. More that's frames? a good question. I don't know. Well, if you are, well, here's the thing. That's a good thought because when you play a video game, when you play a video game, you're not playing it at 24 frames. You're not watching the frame rates at 20. You need more frame rates when you're playing a video game because if you're shifting from, for example, Call of Duty Modern Warfare, if yep. you're shifting from this, uh, from here to here. And you're missing frames from here. You're not gonna see that dude coming around the corner with a fucking rocket launcher aimed at your goddamn genitals. But if you're shoot, if you're playing that game at 30 frames per second, 60 frames per second over online, you're gonna see you're gonna have enough frame rates. So when you're shifting from this wooden block here to take cover over here, and yeah. you got those frame rates, your computer's gonna identify it, register with you. Your eyes gonna see it, and you have a chance to respond to your to your enemy. Duh. Um, Makes sense. So with video and with video games, since you're seeing more of those frame rates, there is a strong possibility that eye strain plays a part. Right. Because you're picking up more signals with your eyes, it's registering more with your brain, and then we can go down the road with from there. And yeah, it does. That's but they generally recommend because you're under so much stress and you're paying so much attention and focusing on that for so long, you do got to take a break. Right. I think it's just it's more strain when you're doing it with video games than opposed to watching TV. But it's like I said, yeah, your your um thought is correct in my opinion. It is absolutely correct. Because after a while you get so honed in on every single frame rate that you get into a, a groove. Right. But at the end but once you come out of that groove and you have to power down, you're yeah, it you get you need to freaking chill for a minute cuz you get pretty grouchy. Yeah. Um so let's see. I got a bunch of shit. Actually, it's like seventeen minutes here. We usually go off on rants for a good ninety minutes. I want to get to this. I want to get to some of this Q and A. I know I had this shit about ADHD. Oh, we were talking about. Um, we were talking about that little booze thing. So, how long do you have before you're done with the booze? Well, I'm done now. I mean, I. Well, how long? Well, how long do? Or how about? Let me rephrase this because I haven't been sleeping very well. Um. <laughs> How how long do you want to go? How long is the break that you want to have? You want to just take the months. whole... Months? Yeah. Just see how you're feeling? Yeah, at least the rest of this year. 
Just because? Well, was there anything else health. that triggered it, or was it just one well, of those things? Several things. Health, you know, in yeah. general. Yeah. Okay. Well, we could talk more about it afterwards if there was yeah. something else. That's because I don't have to freaking, I don't have to see your underwear on the podcast. You can tell me more <laughs> about it afterwards. It's fine. I get you. Yeah. Mm. No, but I'm good. That's the thing. I'm good. Happy. All right, good. Well, that's so, what I'm kind of hoping yeah. for. Get yeah. your shit together, son. Yeah. Um. Oh, congratulations to the Joker. You seen that movie yet? No. You need to go catch that movie. It's fucking heavy. Yeah. My fa- I, I already did the review on it in the podcast. The movie is R-rated. It's already made $1 billion worldwide. Isn't that crazy? It's the high, uh, highest grossing R-rated movie of all time. The fucking nuts, dude. Well, it's made at, over three... Look at Disney. People want to be entertained. Look at Disney. 10 million downloads in one day. Well, yeah, they have a lot of exclusive content. They shipped streaming. it every... Yeah. But... So tell me that my little side business doing streaming TV is not something to get into. It depends. They have to have the right contracts. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. But right now it is a streaming war because everybody... Hulu... It depends. Can you produce enough original content? Right. Um, and can... And here's the thing. Anything that goes to the big screen... Where does it go after it comes off the big screen? Where does it go to? Does it go to Redbox? Does it go to Netflix? Does it go to Hulu? Does it go to Disney Plus? Does it go to alternative formats? Or Disney Vault, and then it comes back 30 years later. Um, Does it go to, for example, there are other other groups like CISO. CISO TV used to exist a while ago. They were like, okay, we're going to focus strictly on comedians. We're going to do comedian specials. And they did it for about a year or two, and then they just collapsed. They just collapsed. So that you're going to see a lot of those startups out there. Yep. The problem is, though, that doesn't that that's great. The open market is great for, um, these for for streaming. Fine, pick your poison, go nuts. Right. Do I care about Disney? If I really want to see a Disney produced movie, I'll just I'll go see it in theaters. I'll go see it in theaters or I'll rent it. So that option is still available to me. Right. However, if you have to be a member of Disney Plus in order to rent a fucking movie from Target or buy it from Target, you can eat my balls. Uh, but that, you, you realize that is a possibility of something that could happen. Oh, yeah. You yeah, know, absolutely. like fucking going to Home Depot. You have to be a member of Home Depot in order to buy something, like a, buy a rack of ribs from there or something like that. I would hope that's not the case. Rack of ribs from Home Depot? Not Home Depot. What's the other place? Sam's Club. Thank you. Okay. <laughs> Sam's Club's still around? What's the other one? BJ's. Thank BJ's. You. Um... Or, well, your thought was right. I was just fucking... I knew what you meant. Yeah, thank you. Uh, <laughs> go, had to go, we had to go back to back on that one. So, that's fine. If I they, thought we weren't going to talk about politics and like well, here's the, the thing. big news going on. No, nope, because that, we, I, have dinner table, <laughs> I have dinner table rules on this podcast. Number oh, one okay. is no politics. Number two is sports because I don't give a shit about talking no, about sports. No sports. No, because it just doesn't interest me. Well, Number three yeah. is religion because... Because eh, yeah. why? Yeah, right. I, we could. It's cultural, so I get obviously get into cultural stuff. We're gonna talk about some cultural stuff, yeah. but those are the three. Because politics, I I don't. I'd have to sit down with somebody, and 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 be like, okay, if we're gonna have a full discussion about this, about one issue, right. and that's it. It's not worth it to jump in and out of it. There are other people that do it. You can go watch Nick DiPaolo. You can go watch Jimmy Dore, Kyle Kalinsky, Ben Shapiro. They're all great. I love them all. Um, but other than that, I can't, I'm not intelligent enough. I'm not as versed in it. I do pay attention to it. But for the most part, this podcast doesn't work in that genre. 
Right. I'm too fucking retarded to even waste my time with that stuff. Be perfectly honest with you. I'm also not very PC, as you can tell. <laughs> um, so number one is politics. No discussion of it whatsoever. Right. I don't even make references, really. Number two is sports because it just I don't watch any. Every once in a while, I'll see a UFC fight. It's like, okay, and then I'll forget about it. And then number three is religion because it just never really comes up. Right. And then never again, I never really have to, but I do talk about, that one's more loose. That's more of a guideline than a rule because I talked about last, a couple weeks ago about, that was the Hall- Halloween edition where I was wearing the fucking, the helmet. <laughs> um, oh, yeah. Where the girl, the lesbian sister tried to get the religious brother fired from her job. Right. Which was, Yo, obviously it was religion, but it's like, yo, that's not fucking cool. Um, so I I went down that, but that's it's it's we don't dive in. I'm like, John, talk to me about Jesus, you know. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's plenty of other subjects to cover. Anyway. There's tons. There's tons, tons of shit. We talked 23. I talked. We just talked about frame rates for five. Well, I did. You mostly just sat there and going, what the fuck. But we talked about that for five minutes. We chatted about where, other shit. Where are we at? 23. Minutes? Uh, we are on this thingy on my monitor here. We're at 23 seven. 2327. Wow. That's the that what you see on the monitor there that was uh donated to me by Blaze Bodwin. He's a real estate agent in the area. He's got a really nice house, by the way. Um that's the Twitch stream, which I don't know, I may shift over to another format. We'll see. And then what you have in front of you, of course, is Facebook.com slash POS sarcasm. You can subscribe to that. Johnny, what are you doing? So, um so Twitch I have no face. Well, you're sitting that oh you're sitting sitting all the way there. Yeah. Yeah, the other way. There you go. Um that's better. So don't stare at it. I'm over here, dude. Conversation is not with the TV, but with you and I. We're going to move this. Yeah. Well, you can we're always. We're going to twitch ourselves around here. Yeah, you get twitch. Oh, um, I also had, I was going to, some go. of this stuff I can shift since you're here. Yep. You're a last minute addition to the program. I can shift all these, some of these pro, uh, topics over to another podcast because they kind of do lean towards a, a one person band. Okay. But the Q&A stuff. We should definitely get to. All right, so let me let me pop up the old. Let's dive into that. The old computer machine. Wait. Let me. Let's see. Okay. You ready for some shit, yo? Let's oh, do. Yeah. Let's do an easy one. Because you haven't done a dig Q and A with me for uh, ever, actually. No. So. No. What? I don't think we have. Hmm. Uh, uh, what'd you call it? A dig. A dig Q and A. Dig dot com has Q and A's. Dig. And I gra- and I go and read them. Yep. And then I respond. At least on my format. Interesting. Uh, so, yeah. So I'm going to grab the Q&A, and I'm going to read. We're going to go for the first one. All right. So I've got f- f- one, two, three, four, five, six. Boss tracking location, colleagues costume party. Bl- all right. Let's just get – all right. This is not a light one, but for me, this is kind of a softball. So let's jump – you ready for some shit? Let's Here jump into go. some shit. All right. Johnny Montone's on the house. All right. Uh, once again, uh, yeah, you can find me on Instagram, and you can find me on Facebook. All my links are at PositiveSarcasm.com. PositiveSarcasm.com. Right. Here's the first one. Ready? Uh, it's basically about three, par- it's about three paragraphs. It's pretty quick, and then we'll talk about it. How can I convince my colleagues not to show up to a costume party in blackface? <laughs> <laughs> Who Wait. does that? All right, here it is. Ready? <laughs> Listen. We are planning for a costume party. <laughs> We are planning for a costume party at my workplace. We all decided to dress up as people from an iconic TV show. The Jeffersons. Moving on up. No, I'm just kidding. That was, that was a joke. Um, this, is, this, however, is serious. However, two of my coworkers, who are light-skinned, are going, to over, going over the top. Oh, over the top, is it? That's what we're referring to it now. To change their skin tone to match the darker-toned cast members. Well, you got to be accurate. 
I personally do not feel comfortable with this, and I think it is not only insulting but very unprofessional. I'm not sure how to get that across without being rude, and my attempts at reconsideration have fallen on deaf ears. It is clearly innocent and meant as a joke in their minds. I personally do not see this as a joke, and I don't want to be involved in a group photo with two people doing something I don't agree with. What can I do? Okay. Now, uh, let's see. Personal disclosure. Have I ever done blackface? No. Have I ever done chocolate face? Yes. Why? Because what's the, what's I was the a difference. Uh, I was my face was dark, dark, darker complected. The reason being is, is I'm a former NPC physique athlete, and oh, as an NPC you have like a fake tan. Yeah, well, a, a really fucking fake tan. Well, but yeah, however, yeah. I look darker on. I it looks different on stage. But if I'm when I was running around in the middle of Charleston, South Carolina, looking for bread and wine and macaroons, it was the sunlight versus my my tan. So I was definitely uh, a Jewish Latino per se. <laughs> So the idea is I was I was in that. I had I was using it's called bronzer. It's uh yeah, it's like by a, a company called with no bacon in it. It was like a it was a, by a company called Protan. And if I was competing again, I would use the same stuff. It was great on stage. So that's just saying if you see a picture of me with a six pack and a darker complexion than normal that you'd expect from a New Hampshire Jew, then uh, <laughs> there's my explanation. And no apologies because I looked damn good that day. The tan only made it look better. Have I ever done blackface? No. Have I ever met people who've done blackface? Yes. Uh, there was a kid one time at a Halloween party who was dressed like Manny, Manny Ramirez. Um, now, okay. So our thoughts about this. Number one, I don't attend costume. I don't attend uh, company parties. I think they're fucking stupid. It's a complete waste of time. I don't... And that's, that's one thing. Now, her question is... Or his, his or her. Don't want to. Yeah. I'm. Uh, I personally do not see it as a joke, and I don't want to be involved in a group photo with two people doing something I don't agree with. All right. Would you uh, want to be in a group photo? You don't have to answer this. You don't want to. If you're at a company party, so sure. maybe you're at what? If you're at some company party or a wife's company party or whatever, right. and there's a bunch of people in it dressed in a costume that two of them have blackface on, would you want? Would you? For any reason, happen to find yourself in a group photo with them? No. <laughs> and and I'll tell you what I dressed as Halloween. I almost wore the sweatshirt today. A minion. You dressed as a minion? We had minion sweatshirts, minion baseball caps with the little eyeballs and okay. stuff. And it was a bunch of us adults. I was one of the older. So you were dressed like, as a midget. Mi minion. Right. Well. So you were you were dressed as a a a short yellow Sudafed. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't dressed short. I don't know. I'm just trying. To make, know, I'm just I, trying. I, I'm trying to make it offensive. I'm trying to make it as offensive right, as possible. Right, right. And okay. I, and I know what you're saying, but it, no. And but at the end of the day, blackface. No, that's I find tough. it offensive. I don't know. It's it's tough. You know? It's tough. I couldn't. I I mean, now at this point, you just you, you really can't. It's just people are gonna shit on you. And they're gonna make a big deal out of it. You, would you personally do it? It's like no, because it's Halloween. Right. There are so many other costumes and so many other things that you could oh, do. Yeah. yeah. Um, then really going down that road, it, it's just not worth. It's not at this point. It's not worth it. Yes, right. the, and it's. I guess at this point, the best thing I could say is pick your battles. Yeah. Pick your battles before you pick your costumes. So I think it would I not mean, be. You, you could put a noose around your neck and you could go as Jeffrey Epstein. You know. Why he didn't kill himself. <laughs> <laughs> um, how the fuck did he get a noose? 
Oh, that's How did such, we sneak that, that is, one into there? <laughs> well, that's my that dude. I've gone bullshit with that. Okay, so I left a I to go get the other car taken care of. I went down the, there. The three thousand. Uh, well, yeah, Dodge Delta and the three thousand GT are the same car, oh, yeah. as you know. Yeah. So yeah. it is literally, it literally it says Mitsubishi on like half the parts. Right, right. So I left the uh, on the envelope, which I can I have proof of it. It's in the car. I wrote step one, change oil. Step two. Call me and review the car. Step, and I'll be back. I'll hear it. I'll be here at four thirty. Uh, Sign J. On the bottom it says P.S. Jeffrey Epstein did not kill himself. <laughs> <laughs> did they call you? Oh, they called me. They're fucking dying laughing. <laughs> they loved it. Um. So okay. So we are in agreement that number one, would we sh- would we ever dress up as blackface? No. no. Number two, would we ever take a group photo with people like that? No. And. No. Um, and did Jeffrey Epstein kill himself? No. no. <laughs> so if he did, he had a lot of help. Um, <laughs> well, they turned the cameras off first. So fuck it. Oh my god. We'll T- never know. I guess, right? Yeah. No. It's it's so man. That's so that's fucking ridiculous. It's crazy. Um, eh, he'll be missed. And, so, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So I guess we're I guess we're done with this one because at this point it's like it's like a swear word yeah. that it, even if it was cool to say it why would you want to so I guess we're done with that one okay let's um on. let's see so that's one da, 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 da. oh let's see Ron oh wait okay hold on I got two, I got I got more of course I got more this one's fucked up this one's fucked up because you know me I have I'm a big when it comes to like personal privacy at the end of the day you really have to be going out of your way. I don't know if you have this issue or whatever, but how can I tell my boss I don't want her to track my location via iPhone? I've decided to hunker down on my current toxic job for now. My boss is old enough to be my mother, which I mentioned because she likes to mother the younger people of our team. Okay, fine. I travel quite a bit for work sometimes with my boss. God, this fucking goes on forever. I'm the only person on my team that travels the most. My boss asked me if I could turn on Find My Friends. We both have iPhones. And share my location with her when I travel so she can know I'm safe and where I'm at. Uh, I feel uncomfortable with this because I don't even know to do that on my own. My parents, unless I go overseas. My boss knows my travel schedule, but it seems like this is too much. I pushed back and said I wasn't uncomfortable with that. And she said I could turn it off on the weekends if I'm at home. Uh, I don't want her to see where I am off hours while traveling. And I generally find it uncomfortable with her tracking me. I don't have any reason to believe that she's worried I'm not working because I've had positive blah, 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 blah. I'd rather see she's herself as a parent figure. She's also very insistent about meeting my partner, whom I've dated for three years before working here, to whom I approve of him. So if I so I find that her boundaries are not really there. How can I push back on this? It's First of all, yeah, okay, your thought. The bon- that's definitely yeah. pushing the boundaries. All right. Um, and I've and I've been I I'm in currently I'm, and I've been in supervisory roles for years. Yeah. Big okay. Part, big part of my career. Now, number one technicality, it is not a company phone. Okay. okay. So it's it's her personal it's her personal device. So absolutely not. So absolutely not. Right. Um, you need to tell your boss. Now, if you're wor- here's the thing: is a lot of people are worried about saying the wrong thing at their jobs because they're worried about getting fired or missing out on a promotion or being overlooked. Or what happens is they end up getting kitty cornered, where basically because they just disagreed, they end up getting. Uh, what happens is, is more micromanaging is being focused upon them to the point where they're pushed out of their job, or they end up getting fired because because you're being micromanaged more because you dis- you're more disagreeable at your job. They end up finding more mistakes with your work, and they end up, they end up per HR able to fire you easier with less liability. Right. It's, it is fucking bullshit. 
But you can track that by saying the minute I said I disagree with this policy and I'm not following through with it, you at that point, you need to track how your performance is rated to the moment of your possible termination going forward. Right. Then you can possibly lawyer up afterwards and take them to court. Yeah, I'm, I'm not into the whole fingerprint scanning that the, or the whole chip scanning. Oh, yeah, the chip in stuck Swe- in your hand. In Sweden that they're doing now. Yeah, I'm not they're into doing it sh- here now. Some people... I won't fucking do it. That's crazy. No, I can't do it. No. It is it is a huge invasion of, pri- of privacy. I cannot oh, yeah. even fathom. First of all, it's not hard to find me because I'm constantly checking in on fucking... And what's going to happen in the future? You're going to have criminals going to cut your hand open and take out your chip yeah. so you can go spend the money. The yeah, time. they're going to cut your fucking thumb off and they're going to use it to get it's ATM crazy. money. Yeah, right. absolutely. Yeah, it's crazy. I mean, obviously, is it conspiratorial, conspiratorial tinfoil hat shit? But... Y- yeah. Yeah. But still, she's asking you to she's asking you to turn on your device so she knows where you are. You don't need to know where I am when I'm doing a good job. And if she has a motherly, a mother figure type of problem, she's obviously got home issues where she doesn't either get enough attention, she's a, a former helicopter parent or some bullshit like that. Right. So she needs to basically just fuck off. And I'm not a I'm not a fan of that. And you and I are in agreement with that. You can't be turning on your shit. I mean, it seems like a this seems pretty this seems pretty cut and dry, I think. Yeah. yeah um, that's an easy one. All right. Want to oh. get to a really funny one? Yeah, let's get to the right. one. This is the one where I went loony on. So my no- – okay, that's the Adderall. The- okay. All right. Let's get, to- let's get to some fucking meat and potatoes here. All right. I hope I have it on this thing. This is- okay. All right. Here we go. Focus in on this one. Here we go. I mean, I am getting to the Q&As early, but, you know, we can bullshit, so – this is going to be good. Oh, it's good. Dude, it's better than that. This is like, yeah. How can I convince my mom that owning a lifelike sex doll doesn't mean I'm a misogynist? A little bit about me. I have entered a period into my life of where I'm, of where I'm devoting all my mental resources towards my academics. Grad school. And I am not interested in dating. Thus, I bought a real doll. Real doll is an actual company. So that I may enjoy fantastic masturbation during this loveless, lovely period. Loveless period. Unfortunately, my parents were visiting. My mom discovered it, and she reacted very, very badly. You see, my dear mother is a feminist, and she is very upset by the doll and believes that it is an indication that I have lost all respect for women. I do not feel this is true. I view myself as a feminist and realize that this society sexually objectifies women. But I also believe that I can masturbate with a rubber woman and have wild fantasies and then come back to reality and respect everyone, men, women, others. My mother, however, is extremely upset and we haven't been able to have a civil conversation since. I am hoping you could possibly give me some perspective. All right. Well, does the guy put on blackface when he uses this doll? <laughs> Just asking. I don't. For a friend. All right. Asking for All right. So. The original question is, how can I convince my mom that owning a lifelike sex doll doesn't mean I'm a misogynist? Okay. Now, hmm. he views himself as a feminist. I view him as a pussy. Yeah. Just a big, fat, loose, had three kids pussy. Okay. It is true that it is none of your mother's business how you fap the jap. It is nobody's business. Right. Yeah, how However, you, how you punch the clowns. Right. How, how, yeah. How you kick the beaver is, I mean, but. Speaking of the beaver, last night was a beaver moon. You know that? Full moon. Beaver, beaver moon? Beaver moon. Because this is when the beavers build their dams for the winter. Oh. 
Is that really? Yeah, also called the Frost Moon, but... The more you know. Yeah. However, okay, is it none of your mother's business? Yeah. Yeah. How did she find the doll, by the way? Just out of curiosity, how did she find the doll? Does she have a key to your apartment? Oh, oh. How did she... Yeah, it's a fucking full-size real doll, dude. But he doesn't live there. He has his own place. He has his own place. He has his own place. So, how did she find the doll? Was it making dinner in the kitchen? Was it watching The Bachelorette? Was it soaking in the tub? Was it was it fucking inside out in your bed, covered in your junk spunk? How the fuck did she discover the big masturbatory doll named Jessica in your apartment? Jessica Rabbit. Did it answer the door when your mother knocked? Hi, this is a Whitney Cummings lookalike. I, I am so... Who does that? Yeah. No, this is this is a guy who clearly can't find a fat chick on a Thursday night. Sweet, I swear. He views himself well, as a feminine. Now my he's question fu- is, if he's got a mother that's that's going to be up in his stuff like that to, to the point where she finds this doll that he probably had hidden somewhere, I would think. He, yeah. Then, then that's a problem when, when he's got a mother that's he's like a, on his... You know what it is? It's a serial killer syndrome. It's a cry for help. He wanted to be caught with that with that real doll. So he's kind of like Norman Bates, is that what you're saying? Yeah. He wanted to be caught with that oh, he doll. He wanted to be caught. Yeah. Wow. And you think about it, he That's wants deep. to sp- he's in a period he's in a period of his life where he's devoting all his mental resources towards his academics. Right. Okay. Number 1, how much is he spending on these academics? And number 2, how much did he spend on that fucking sex doll? Okay? How much did he spend Crazy. on that sex doll? He could have I mean he could have spent it on a gym membership, probably got in shape, probably got easier ass that way. Worst case scenario, he could have taken that real doll money, taken it to a rub and tug. You know? <laughs> How much is lotion? Really good lotion, when you really think about it. Right. How much, what kind of wild fantasies? I, okay, I get it. Some people are weird. You got foot fetishes, you've got cuckolding you've got all the weirdest stuff out there we got all weird stuff we like some people like their asses licked i had a roommate once who loved to get his ass licked loved it loved it loved his just it's apparently more common than you think i mean to me it's a bit surprising right it's like you know it's it's you know dirty hey you know it's it's kind of it's a little too much to me it's a little too cocker spaniel you know (laughs) it's a little it's it's just you know you know we're we're we're, we're loving our dog and and not, and not that way, but loving our dog and they lick your face. And you're like, oh, it's that it's that like times a thousand when they're coming up from a different angle, you know, or what do they call it, flanking. So, I I get that everybody has fetishes, right? But how much energy are you really if you're devoting all your energy to academics? How can you possibly have any energy left to a item? An item, a thing that weighs as much as you do. How much energy, and you're putting all your, how much energy do you have into that thing? When you clearly are not strong enough or confident enough to go out on a date with some fucking six or five or four on a Tuesday. Um, and then you, you, you don't, but you have enough energy to throw a fucking rubber doll around. That's crazy. It's stupid. That's a waste. Of, to me, it's a waste of money. It's a waste of time. And he clearly has no confidence in himself. He has no respect for himself. Is it misogynist? No. He's he's just fuck he's a fucking idiot. 
Yeah, it's not so much that it's against women; it's against him, himself. He's just yeah. He's just a he's a weak Weird. snowflake in. What did I write down? Is this what male progr- male progress looks like? I fucking I'm out. Count me out. Like it's it's yeah. We're worried about climate change. There won't be anybody here left to yeah. I know. Worry about anyway. So. Yeah, he's gonna get washed away with the tide. That's for damn sure. Yeah. Um, it is weird. Like imagine if you had a buddy of yours. I don't obviously. You've seen pretty much all my apartment. You've seen the lab. You've seen my rooms. Whatever. Um, there's no there's no flashlights hanging from the ceiling. Um, I'd be a pretty funny chandelier. <laughs> Coming now. Can't get enough of your love, baby. Fucking. <laughs> Don't know what. Ow! Hit me in the face. Um, <laughs> but imagine if you had a friend, like you go, "Hey, you want to go?" Oh, and then you're just sitting there, and it's like, um, they're just cleaning up, and as they're cleaning up, you're walking in, and they're just dragging some fucking fake doll by her hair or by her arm into the other room. And it's like, oh, um, they, or you get. This is the thing. I just learned that you're not supposed to show up to like things early, which is something out of work. Like showing up on time for a party is good, or showing up fashionably late is okay is perfectly fine but you don't want to show up early especially if you have one of those guys who's like soaking his fucking <laughs> soaking his his sarah in the tub and trying to clean it up and stuff I, it's so it is definitely had that happen yet right me yeah what no i don't no. think so okay. i mean i've had some funny moments where i've gone over to zach's house and like he's just sitting there in front of the tv watching netflix no but he's just have... stuffing food down his face and i just randomly showed up right, right. i've never walked in on like somebody porking a sex doll crazy i mean i have had some friends who've dated some fake ass bitches but not what let's face it not made out of latex so i I, it's now to answer the questions of it um number one i don't think he should be focusing all of his time on that much time on academics number two i think he's wasting okay i need to do something here we have to find out because i clearly have not done enough research and I need to open up a different browser for this because I don't want this to be a common occurrence where I'm looking up the price of sex dolls. So I'm gonna open up internet. <laughs> I'm gonna open up Internet Explorer if I have it. Uh, internet Explorer, and we're gonna find out the cost of a real doll. A real doll. A real doll. Okay. A real doll. This is gonna be so weird. Okay, real. <laughs> Not like a fake doll. A real doll. Uh, price. <laughs> real doll t- trademark nothing beats the real thing but the guy will probably beat the doll he'll probably beat the doll <laughs> I mean you know okay so a classic real doll oh they got real doll extras customize your real doll and build your real doll what is so what if you what if you can't afford it do you just get like do you just get like a short person like half price with the chubby legs and cause if you can't afford a full size real doll like a five foot three Maybe he goes to the gym, does Pilates. But if you can't afford that, maybe you get like a short one, like a half one. So I don't know. That's now, now you're getting weird. I, I don't like know. If you re- yeah, like a spinner. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit! If he okay, if he's focusing all his time on academics and stuff like that, pre-configured price three thousand nine hundred ninety-nine dollars for a real doll. She got nice. She got nice tits though. <laughs> <laughs> So, um, yeah, okay, so it's by Abyss Creations. Dude, this is so... All right, I got to get off this. And I got to clear my cookies. Hold on, I got to get out of this. So, if you, if this guy is spending $4,000 on a sex doll. So, here's what I'm going to do. $4,000? $4,000 on a classic pre-configured sex doll. Does that come with batteries? Or? I don't know. 
I mean, do I, they have batteries? Uh, I think you can. I think you can get ones that like I don't know, warm up and shit. I don't know. I can't. Here's the thing. I need. I don't. I, I shouldn't go first. This thing lick your ass. <laughs> I, I, ask. I mean, if you plug it in, well, it depends. If you're in you, France, you got to use one of those converter adapters oh, when you plug in it. Yeah. yeah. Does that carry on or is that? No, because like it can't be any bigger. Is that like you pull it the toe out and the toe is I think you left. have to check the baggage for that. Is that, how that works? You got to check the baggage on that. However, like I suggested, if you get one of those spinner ones, the smaller yeah, version of those, you can put it in the 22 inch and you can slide it right through. Yeah, I think it should be good. See, I'm ta- I'm, see the, there was some reasoning for that. But here was the thing. So you can spend $4,000 on a, uh, on a fucking on a fake doll, or we can take that for, let's see, $30 a month. And let's do times 12 months. That's 360 bucks times four equals $1,440. So four years at 30 bucks a month, $1,440. That's four years of gym memberships. Okay? Four years of gym memberships. And then you could look like you. You could look like me. I mean, have no real personality. They're going out of business, though. (laughs) And I'm not picking up chicks at Walmart. Um, They got enough kids. So I think for 1400 bucks for four years of gym memberships, this guy can go to the gym, work out, spend the rest on groceries and his academics, and he can be smart or college smart. So he can be college smart, in shape, and have a clearer mind. All right? And a bottle of lotion costs 7 bucks. I mean, if he really wants to get wild and spend a couple extra bucks, because apparently he's got that kink to him, he could spend a few extra bucks on maybe like a microwave and he could warm it up before he gets after it. But for the most part, I think he's just a fucking loser. Um, is he a misogynist? No, he's just an no, idiot. Just try- he's just an academic idiot using big words. Right. And I clearly ha- he's going to have some. If he's spending all this, here's the thing if he's spending all his time on academics, and he's not spending any time learning how to have a conversation with a real woman or a real person in general. Is how is he How is he down the line when he's finishing these academics and he thinks his academics are going to work when actually talking to another person? Right. When he's spending all his time with a real doll, which doesn't talk back. Okay. Yeah. And, he's gonna, and then all of a sudden, he's gonna, once he's done with that thing, is he going to sell it on fucking Craigslist? All right. He's going to throw it on Facebook Marketplace after he cleans it out, certified pre-fucked. And then he's going to decide to go out into the actual dating life, like Tinder or Bumble or whatever, and just swipe right and hope that somebody has anything to talk. He's going to understand where he's coming from. So, uh, and they're always, and when you date, a girl always asks, they don't, they do want to know, but they don't want to know at the same time. Who did you date last? So how, what was your last relationship? Ah, it was a lie. <laughs> it was, it was fake. She wasn't a big talker. Um, so my thoughts on it are, is he's actually crippling himself by Spending that much time and money on that, whatever, right. whatever the fuck he's doing, yep. and I, I, I'm guaranteeing you that none of that's going to translate over into whatever it is. He might as well just do what I do, do what I did. Just go fucking celibate for the whole year. If he wants to focus like I did on whatever he's doing, his academics, dude, take that money and invest it in a hobby or something like that, or go do something else. Don't be wasting your because now number one. Number one, your your girlfriend's not talking to you. Number right. two, your mom's not talking to you. Your dad, if he has any balls, is not talking to you either. And now there's this forever stigma that you can't hook up. You right. can't do anything. And you're obviously a weakling. Was it was this question on Ask Abby? This was this was on Dig Q and A. This was on Dig Q and A. 
So this is an actual question. This was the remember the here was the actual question. How can I convince my mom that owning a lifelike sex doll doesn't mean I'm a misogynist? That's his question. Not his not not the fact that hey, does, is owning a sex doll fucking weird? Yeah, that's a good. That would be. How about we start there? Is owning a, a lifelike question. sex doll yeah. that costs four thousand dollars odd? How would start there? Not the fact that whether or not you're a misogynist. That's not even the question. No. It could, it's the question you're posing, but it's not the question in reality. Right. Okay. So, you know, you can be a married guy, and every once in a while, you fire one off in the bathroom when your when your girl's away for a few days, when your wife's away for a few days. But imagine, John, you come home one, you're you're there one day, and your wife is screaming because there's a fucking there's a, a duplicate Sarah Jessica Parker in the shower getting rinsed out, and you're like, this is for when I'm away. <laughs> honey i love you and i don't want to cheat so i got <laughs> wow. and then you know what's good and you know she'll eventually kind of get over it she'll disappear for a few days and talk to her girlfriends and you may have a couple people unfriend you on facebook that happen to be friends of your wife but she's gonna leave your ass when she finds that you spent four thousand dollars on the fake sjp yeah four thousand dollars dude that's crazy yeah they gave me less for my car when it got totaled <laughs> That reminds me, if your fucking if your real doll gets totaled, how, is there like a deduct? There's got to be an insurance plan. How do you call like Progressive for like renters insurance? And they say that you know it's so, <laughs> they stole they stole my, my doll got rear-ended. They, yeah, when you're done with it, when you fucking like imagine yeah your doll got rear-ended. rear-ended. I had to acknowledge that one. That's actually a pretty. Good, I, we had to stop and recognize the fact that that's actually pretty good. Um, well, if you're gonna throw it out, like you know, I have like trash every Wednesday. I'll, t- I'll go outside and put my trash out there. Yeah. Now, I how am I gonna? Uh, you see where I'm going with this, right? Oh, when yeah, you're yeah. done with it, you're just gonna throw it on the side right. of the fucking road. Right. The question is, is it still gonna be there by the morning? Probably not. You know, it's like, oh yeah, this shit's creepy and shit. That's fucking gross. And how can you own a sex doll? You know, you put that out there at ten o'clock at night with the rest of the trash. That thing is gone before the fucking trash guys show up at seven eight thirty <laughs> in the morning. You know that somebody was dragging that shit down the street, wow. fucking carrying it, and they're either fucking it or they're cleaning it up and posting it on Craigslist. You know, barely used. Not a lot of scratches. Warranty is still valid. Her name is Becky. (laughs) Little tear in the ass, but otherwise pretty good. Got a couple burn marks on the elbows, but otherwise okay to go. Uh, 700 or best offer. No, I don't have the receipt. P.S. Don't ask questions. P.S. Jeffrey Epstein didn't kill himself. <laughs> didn't kill himself. But he would have if he had been caught with right. a doll like that. Oh, my God. That would be amazing. Imagine that. That would be great. A Jeffrey Epstein sex doll. <laughs> Jeez. That would definitely be a carry-on size. Yeah. Um, wow. All right. I think we killed. I think. All right. We killed that one. I, we, yeah, we killed that. We fucked that to death. All right. So let's end. Um, I I you know what? I really can't do another Q and A beyond beyond that. I know I got ones here for uh, let's see, friggin' boss. Okay, boss tracking location, colleagues, costume party, husband. Uh, uh, now those are too serious. Those like those are too serious. So I mean, after that, you really gotta like close up. Yeah. Like just kind of wind down from there. Wind down. That's fucking disgusting. That's fucking. I mean, four. It was four thousand dollars for the for the standard. That was like pre-configured head, shoulders, knees, and hose. All that was already built in. Oh, I did want to give out before I get out of here. Thank, first of all, thank you for the Litherman's cup, uh, oh, the glass. Yeah. And, and, re- and what's on the other side? 
it's the Concord Police New Hampshire Canine Unit. Oh, I'm assuming yeah. that has something to do with the Hero Pup on it. So that's a really nice. Yeah. So really they. Nice so they. Uh, so yeah, Hero Pups. They do. The, how about this transition, by the way? Sex uh, dolls to, to yeah. fucking nonprofits. How <laughs> how are we? We're gonna go. This right is into great. This. I'm sure somebody's gonna love this. No wonder I don't have many sponsors. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, what is? Uh, so how did you get it? So I, I got a. I got actually. Well, that was at a networking event last week. Yep. Or week four. Anyways, I got a phone call the other day. High school friend. Yep. He just got promoted to captain. Yeah. And his of the football department. team or what? No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> of, of his police. Did he get a Letterman jacket? Right. Uh. Okay. And and, and he said, uh, "Hey, guess what? We're getting a um, comfort dog." So, oh, cool. So it's the what lady, town? Uh, Claremont. Oh. Man, it's up there. Yep. Last time I was in Claremont, I was looking at a, a 1985 Mercedes-Benz SL350. Yep. Glad we walked away. Me and Bobby went up there to look at it. I'm glad oh, we walked I mean, away from that shitbox. Um, well, it's Claremont, I mean. Yeah, town, you know, you are what you drive up there. Uh, that town, yeah, that's a dreary town. It is. That's a rainy it's day tough. town. Ooh, it's tough. That's rough. Know? Hard times up there. Um, yeah. Newport's starting to get Oh, bad. yeah, you're still doing the Newport thing, right? Yeah, New and Newport was interesting because I drove through there a few weeks ago, and there's parts of it that that are coming back. Yeah, you know, it's that's gonna be a nice town once they once they revitalize it. Okay, yeah. I do want to give a quick shout out to the coffee. Um, you guys know that I I uh, we're always I'm always caffeinated for this program. Usually it's a couple of lollipops and about two cups of coffee. Uh, last week, what was it? Cafe Bustello was here. The and then the, before that was the Peruvian dark roast. Those, by those lollipops you get down over the border. Uh, they taste like it. it. Tastes like that real Mexican sugar that they put in the Coke. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's delicious. Yeah. Uh, this is actually from this is actually from right down the road from me, from Bedford, New Hampshire. This is a company called Hometown Coffee Roasters. I follow them on the, on the IG. You can check them out. It's Hometown Coffee Roasters. They got their their uh, logo on Instagram is basically an H with a flat. It's an a, a a red flag with an H on it. Where did you where'd you get it? You it this it was they actually just got uh, a distribution license. They're now in in this the the shopping mall, the shopping center. So you can go to like Hannaford's, oh, okay. and you can get it there. And it's competitively priced. Uh, th- this roast that I made for this podcast was a little watered down because uh, that tends to happen when I do a coarse grind on the pour overs. But the coarse grind on the French on the roast. on the French press French was press. caramelly and delicious. And to me, it ha- it's. It was really good. It was had a wild caramelly flavor. It's a darker roast. It's really good. They also make an espresso roast, but I really like this coffee. I think that they're really doing good. I would love to know more about them. I'd absolutely recommend them. They're right. They're they're one town over from here. You can go to hometown. Just Google them. Hometown Coffee Roasters. You can also find them on Instagram. They're really good. Uh, it's a four out of five star coffee. It's really really tasty. They have a bunch of different blends. This was the midnight blend. It's a little darker. I recommend instead of a coarse grind, if you have like a coffee grinder, grind it a little more, uh, a little more like regular, like Folgers Crystals grind, and I think you'll get a lot more flavor out of it. But dude, freaking good coffee, really, really good coffee. Um, that's a little baggy, and I look forward to adding that to my uh, my little thing up there, my little thing that's going up there. Oh, I'll put yeah. yeah. Yeah, so the La Colombe was okay. I kind of downgraded. It wasn't a lot of flavor to that. I was kind of glad to go back to the Cafe Bustello once I had the La Colombe. And the Laird Hamilton coffee is is a good one too. Laird Hamilton is that surfer dude who's married to Abby Womp. Not Abby Wombach, but something, ha- whatever. His wife is super hot and super fit. But 
yeah, so I'm, I'm basically going to, instead of like buying a bunch of shit for the studio, maybe I'll get a picture of Jordan Peterson up here. But for the most part, I'm going to do a bunch of those coffee things, and I'm going to frame those and put those around here. I think it kind of makes sense, right? Uh, I'll, bring, I'll bring one. Uh, yeah, some labels yeah. and shit. I would love to like, because those frames are cheap, and then I can put them around the studio and really give it. I already, I already tossed it, but uh, I'll probably buy it again. Was uh, Bulletproof. Bulletproof coffee? Mine, what's it called? Bulletproof, yeah. Yeah, Bulletproof. It's a oh, coffee. Oh, The Mentalist. The Mentalist by Bulletproof. Oh, is that what the coffee was? That's a, I yeah. was looking for the one by... Um, it's called The Mentalist. It was good. It I was looked good. for the one in Target for, from Hugh Jackman. <clears throat> he has one called Laughing Man, but they didn't have it. Huh. It was supposed to be there, and it wasn't there. So I was like, all right, whatever. So, Do you have anything else you wanted to add or any other things you got coming up before we close up shop? We're at 5838. That's it for now. Okay. Uh, what are we going to end this on? I'm probably going to add in some Mumford & Sons. And I realize they're a really good fucking group. Yeah, I didn't really think about, it, but I I listened to uh back in the day when I did a lot of writing, and as you guys know, my writing was a bit controversial and a bit aggressive. A little bit. Um, yeah, a little, a little bit, a little, L- little bit, Tommy, a little bit. The but I would always write to the eels, the, or the eels on Pandora, and a couple of the groups that would pop up. One of them was Mumford and Son, and I know their hit, not your fault, but mine. I didn't like the song, but everything else was gr- like really good, emotional, aggressive. Uh, climactic songs that i really really liked so i'll probably i'll throw i'll throw one on here i have one in mind it's on my ig right now go to uh at positive underscore sarcasm on instagram and there's a song on there by mumford and sons uh the it's showcasing the coffee that i have in front of me um that song that's probably gonna get played at the end of this so uh once again we are coming up on the good uh, good hour i'm so glad we we talked about that we beat the shit out of that sex doll (laughs) johnny monotone We'll talk about the editing right after we're done. I hit record and I press stop on the streamings. Um, thank you for stopping by. As always, open door policy. You know that. I hope everything's well. Continued sobriety for as long as you want to. Um, you can find me on Instagram at positive underscore sarcasm. You can go find me on facebook.com slash positive sarcasm. Or you can follow my page page uh, at, posi- at POS sarcasm. You can go to positive sarcasm.com for all your posing music, for any questions, concerns, comments, my YouTube channel at positive sarcasm. You can go and look that shit up. You can always email me directly at the website to support the podcast. Go to positive sarcasm.com slash donate. If you want to get some free stocks, go and sign up for Robinhood and use my, my referral code in the Instagram page. If you need information, it's right there. You get free stocks. I get a free stock and then you just sell it after 30 days and you make a quick few bucks. So that's that. If you have any other further questions or comments, I'm streaming. Uh, we are streaming live from the Spare Part Studios. When you take the acronym of S and P and you turn it around, you got P S. So thank you all for. You can find me on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play Music, uh, TuneIn, iHeartRadio. Uh, tuning in from the. <laughs> <laughs> so once again, Johnny, thank you for coming. I will talk to you all next week. Streaming live from the Spare Parts Studios. Like, subscribe, and share. This has been a positive sarcasm presentation. (laughs) You heard my voice. I came out of the woods by choice. The shelter also gave the shade. But in the dark, I have no name. So leave that click in my hand. 
And I will remember the words that you said Left a cloud in mind and a heavy heart But I was sure we could see a new start So when your hopes on fire But you know your desire Don't hold a glass over the flame Don't let your heart grow cold I will call you by name I will share
support this podcast, go to positivesarcasm.com slash donate. Any amount is appreciated. Once again, positivesarcasm.com slash donate.